Sans Fans Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. The Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Beck Showered. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us that we have to see. Mm, and we're watching so many of them. Yeah. What's this, 86? Yeah, we've, we're so close to 100. <gasps> Exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huge. Um, how are you, Beck? I'm great. I'm good. good. Uh, I just had a potato scallop. Yes, great. Haven't had one in years. How'd it go? It was all right. It was, I had to microwave it. it cold, so bad. Oh, yeah. disgusting. Don't do it to yourself. True. I can Gross. see that. Gross. Uh, but then I microwaved it, put some salt on it. Delicious. Good. Okay. So now I'm flying high. I love it. And I've got yeah. some chips. Mm. I've got some Coke. You had a bit of a big night, perhaps. You look, maybe I had a fun night last night. Oh, okay. And maybe I am repairing my insides right now. Okay. Chips and Coke. What have you been watching this week? This week. Anything good? No, I've been like real busy this week. I was Mm. like work and stuff. Uh, Haven't really watched anything. What about you? I actually did watch, and I I recommend this, which I don't, you know, I don't usually do. Mm. I'm usually just lost in the forest being like, what is film what is cinema trying like just trying to find the beak the little yeah. glimmers of light through the canopies yeah. at the top. Um, like, where's a clearing for me to lay down these five stars yeah. uh, <laughs> you know um i watched uh and this is for free on youtube the paris hilton documentary this is paris <gasps> has this just come out this dropped last week oh yes. i heard about this and it is insane like it's a it's a, it's not a fun watch okay it's heavy. Like it stays oh, with you afterwards. Really? Yes. Yeah. What? Did you, some fucked up shit. I don't want to divulge anything. Okay, I don't want to spoil I w- it. I but will I definitely think, watch it. I think it's mandatory viewing. I think Paris Hilton is such an important case study for everyone to understand the genesis of like reality TV and internet fame. Wow. She's part of another documentary. This would pink my interest something called the American meme that's on Netflix okay. and she features in that. Right. And that's when I was like, oh shit, she's cool. And this takes it to a whole, like this is different, but it's, it's awesome. It's wow. really fucking cool. Okay, great. Yeah. I will watch that. Cause so. I'm watching, I actually have watched something else this week. I'm trying to watch more documentaries rather than just like my fifth rewatch of Frasier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched The Social Dilemma, that new one on Netflix about social media. Oh. Fucking so good. Heavy, yeah. quite confronting. Okay. But really fucking good. All right. Highly recommend that. Well, internet-based recommendations this week, guys. Mm. Get around it. YouTube and Netflix. We've been watching stuff. We've been, yeah, we, we stuff that's not movies sometimes. Yeah. Which we need a break from. Yeah. But this week, we didn't take a break. Oh, yeah. We had some important work ahead of us. Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. Uh, we've been waiting for this movie to come out for like a year I, now. Yeah, I think we did our first Bill and Ted mm-hmm. in September, October last year. Damn. Yeah. Wow, nearly a full year. Yeah. So, guys, in case you haven't read the title, this week we are watching Bill and Ted Face the, the music. music came out last week or the week before, yeah. depending on when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And we went and watched it in cinema. Yes. Socially distant cinema. Socially distant cinema, which was lovely. We had some wine. And yes. Cheese board. Yes. Some of us, look, had too much wine <laughs> and forgot that we, we were the ones that were meant to pick up the cheese board. 
wandered out of the cinema, <laughs> pretty bug-eyed, <laughs> just going to the candy bar, being like, "Excuse me, we actually got a cheese board." We ordered board. a cheese board like an hour ago, and they're like, "Yeah, you were meant to get it." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> can I still have it?" <laughs> So we, we scuffed it down in the last 20 minutes Jammed of the movie. So there's definitely a little about like, yeah, 30 minutes towards the end. There's a blank part in our memory of us just huffing down Brie in a dark cinema. Right. Pulling down our masks to shove it in. Um, yeah, so we haven't, we haven't watched a movie for the pod in a cinema in a long time. Yeah. The last was Joker or... But, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, I think those have been our only in yeah. cinema watches. Mm, yeah, and okay, yeah, okay. Well, what did you think? Yeah, tell you what, cinema Face great, the- guys, so, so good. good. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, Face the music was gonna would be about. Um, I had no idea. I knew that it was gonna feature their daughters. Oh, you knew that? Yes, I remember seeing that in the um trailer because oh, okay. as soon as the trailer okay. came out, I was like. I want, to, I want to know what's up. I love Bill and Ted. I right. love them so much. I want to kiss their beautiful duty faces. Duty faces. Duty faces. <laughs> their shit faces. <laughs> uh, and I knew that, like, the daughters featured in it. Um, but that was kind of it. I didn't – I was like, I assume time will be messed with. Yeah. I'm guessing, look, George Carlin, probably not in this one. Probably not featured. Yeah. Yeah, probably <laughs> – Probably MIA from this. Uh, <laughs> he was busy. He's a busy yeah, guy. Yeah, a busy thing. Um, and that's all I really knew. I just yeah. knew that the daughters would be a factor in it. That, that's that's it. What about you? I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know the daughters. Mm. I don't think I watched the trailer ever. Yeah. So I was completely blank slate. Great um, way to go in. And I just, yeah, obviously they're older and I hoped that it wasn't that they'd grown out of their characters or anything. Yes. I was really ha- very happy that they are still their original characters and they haven't grown up or been yeah um but other than that no idea yeah no idea whatsoever okay 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 do you did this oh we'll pin this question for now okay come back to the end but we'll see if it met up to our expectations in just a in just a sec in just a sec you on the other side <laughs> bill ted enough of the delusions you didn't time travel and you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friend. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Performed tonight. We'll save reality as we know it. Oh. Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. <laughs> Our dads are totally in trouble. You should help them out. No way. The ruler of the future tells best friends Bill and Ted they must compose a new song to save life as we know it. But instead of writing it, they decide to travel through time to steal it from their older selves. 
Meanwhile, their young daughters devise their own musical scheme to help their fathers bring harmony to the universe. Yeah, okay. that's pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't like encapsulate the Bill and Ted culture at all. Yeah, in there, I feel like if you read that and went in and just saw a bunch of fifty-year-old dudes be like, "Dude, totally bodacious," you'd be like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" That. It was wrong no with Keanu Reeves. Bodacious in that synopsis at yeah. all. Bullshit is what <laughs> I say. Um, okay, how would I describe this movie? I would describe this movie as totally bodacious. Obviously. Uh, handsome, handsome Keanu and handsome <laughs> Alex Winter uh, in their older age, uh, an aging Bill and Ted mm. with two beautiful daughters mm. uh, who Quite are stunning. also dudette as hell. Mm. Um, or just dude, you know, it's a genderless term as we've... Exactly. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. applicable that's here. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they are trying to write the song that changes the world, which we thought they did in Bill and Ted's yeah, 2. I, I'm really confused. Yeah. Uh, getting them all muddied up a little bit in my head. Yeah, I think that was a weak point in the plot definitely where they're like, actually that bow that we the neatly wrapped up <laughs> the last movie in. No, no, no. It was twine. It broke. It they couldn't it. hold the load. <laughs> so things look not... Going great for Bill and Ted at the start of this movie. No. Uh, they get a visit to the future. Whoa, whoa. Maybe things are looking up. No, guess what? They've got, what is it, 47 minutes? Yeah, I think even less than Less that. like 17 minutes <laughs> to write the song that changes the world. That saves the world and brings harmony to yeah. the whole globe. Yeah, we are... <laughs> uh, and they take to the task. They've, sure, of course, they're, they're determined... Radical dudes, and they will do what it takes to save the universe um, and save their marriages. That's going on in this as, as well. well. Yep. Kind of they save their marriages by saving the universe, I think. Sure, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, reality is collapsing in on itself. Uh, yeah, right, that, yeah. That, that, I didn't That's need that. Thing. I'm not going to lie. That, that yep. didn't need to happen. That, that could have just happened at the end. That made it yeah. very confusing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there was a lot of layers going on there. So many layers. Yeah. So while Bill and Ted are off writing this song, he's – their daughters are freaking out and then they kind of just replicate the first movie of them going back in time. Mm, yeah. And like, being like, hey, to bring these people to... From, uh, from time. Yeah. From history. Do a song. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just in the nick of time, just at the last minute. Uh, oh, by the way, Death's back. Death's back. De- our favourite Death is back. So happy to see Death. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Looks amazing. Barely has aged. Yeah. I know he's in full face of makeup, but looks great. Looks so good. Uh, but anyway, then just in the nick of time, at the very last minute, things come together. <gasps> the universe is restored. They bring the world together with a song, them or someone else, question mark. <laughs> and it's uh, a lovely little all, film. Yeah, all is right with the world again. Yeah. 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 And that's how I would describe this movie. Great. Awesome. Um. We should say, we, so we went and saw this in a cinema. Did you notice that er, we were the youngest people there? Really? Yeah, everyone else in the cinema were like, I reckon 40s and up. Damn. Which I fucking loved. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, they'd be OG Bill and Ted fans. That makes sense because Bill and Ted, it came out like in the early 90s. So like. Yeah, true. You would have been too, you would have been like, maybe oh. not old enough for Bill and Ted. Totally, yeah. And I wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. You're just a little zygote. Yes. Just a glint in my mother's eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really liked that. Uh, also, speaking of the cinema, we were the only people who applauded yeah. at the end of the movie. I was bu- we got so uh, 20 years in the making, nearly 30 years in the people, making. People, 30 years in the making. 
Give a fucking clap. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> These people are uptight. And they looked at us like we were a bit they look they kind of looked at us like we were psychos. I was like, oh, Bill and Ted didn't fill your heart with joy. Yeah, you don't think they deserve a standing O? That's your burden to carry, not ours. You know that's Keanu Reeves you just saw for two hours, yeah. right, guys? Yeah. Talking like this. Yeah. At the Dead. age of fifty. Yeah. Stand the fuck up. Where is your joy? <laughs> Where is your respect? <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, okay, where to start? Let's start with the cast. This cast is insane. Oh, my God. Whoa. The uh, People came out for this. It, yeah. Okay, so, of course, we have our heroes mm. enter. Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan. So, we've got Keanu Reeves. Keanu. What do you think? I liked seeing... This was funny. It was Keanu's character was so funny, knowing now that he, since like this first movie, has had such a successful career. Mm, mm. I think the last thing I saw him in was like John Wick. Like, yeah, right. This is like, and now he's come back to do like this silly. He's like one of the most successful movie stars of all time, right? And he's come back to do this silly like teenage franchise. So beautiful. That's just so dumb and fun. And it was like I was like. I hope he had fun doing this. I think he did. Yeah. Like, you, you can tell. There is joy there. Yeah. Definitely. Because I read that um, the they've been wanting to do this for a really long time and it kind of keeps getting put on the back burner for various right. reasons. Like, no uh, public, like, production house wanted to pick it up and stuff. And this, I read that the movie's outlook changed after the release of John Wick in 2014. Right. Um. Reeves's career in the prior decade had been lackluster, apparently. So, like, what? with several flops, but John Wick renewed his career, and then that brought newfound attention to the idea of a, a reboot of Bill and Ted. Oh, thank God! So we have John Wick to thank. Oh, thank you, John yes. Wick. Mm. When we finally review you, yeah, when we, <laughs> when we finally get to you. This is our white whale. I don't know if we're ever going to yeah. get to review John Wick. Just never watch it. We'll do the two, three, and four, but just not yeah, one. Yeah, not the first one. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he had a lot of fun. What did you think of him? Um, he wasn't a standout to me. Yeah, but it's kind of been like the last like two movies. He wasn't the standout. Yeah, it's like I don't know what it was. It was kind of like he was like you could tell he was like joyous and having a good time, but the energy wasn't there for me. Yeah. Whereas Alex Winter fucking brought the energy. Alex Winter, can we just get straight on to it, is so hot. He's so hot. Like, he was hot in the 90s. He's so hot now. He kept it fucking tight. I'm going to say, he's hotter than Keanu Reeves. A hundred percent. And Keanu Reeves is... He's gorgeous. He's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's so... Like, I can't, like... Like, I felt like, you know how people talk about, like, having, like, crushes on people's dads when they're teenagers? Yes. That's how I felt. <gasps> like it was a dad crush. Yeah, because he's, like, he's, like, fit and, like, but, like, older and, like, just, like, and, like, I know I've said, like, I've been attracted to older men, like, in the past, but this is, like, he's, like, a decade above yeah. what I would, what would be acceptable. previously went for. <laughs> now I'm being sensible. And guess what? It's so healthy. Um, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah nice there's nice. something to it, apparently. <laughs> um, but, like, 
just really enamored yes, by him. Absolutely. Yeah, could not take my eyes off him or his fucking forearms. There was a great point when we were listening and you leant over me and you're like, hit my hand. You're like, forearms. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> right, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm yeah. a big fan of uh, male forearms. They're my Achilles heel, mm-hmm, if you will. Mm-hmm, yeah. And if you've got a good forearm, like Alex Winter, yeah. I'm all yours. Send, get in the DM, send us your forearms. <laughs> I really did. It was mm. like this shot and he just like, I don't know, it was just like fucking pulsing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Alex, <laughs> sir. He looks like he like surfs and like goes to the gym. He does. Yeah. I knew it. Do you want to know something else adorable? Yes. That to prepare for his role... Alex Winter took acting lessons again because he'd been busy as a filmmaker this whole time. Oh. So he took acting lessons before shooting this movie. To get back. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Such respect for the art oh. and the craft. J'adore. J'adore. J'adore Alex Winter. J'adore you. Such a big fan. Because I wondered, I was like, he, because he seems so happy. Like, yeah. And I was like, but I haven't seen you in anything. Like, you haven't really had an acting career. But no. it makes sense that he's a filmmaker. Yeah, I looked it up. So he's done like cameos in films. But yeah. Bill and Ted was the last one that he was actually just like a, an actual proper role. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, okay. yeah, he's mainly been filmmaking. And I think he's married to, which is just offensive. He's married at all. Oh, but I think okay. he's married to a filmmaker as well. Oh, my God. Well, Fine, they're long. suited to each other. Good for, good for them. As soon as COVID's over, we'll see about that. Yep. So those borders open back up. Oh, yeah. Watch out. We're going to America. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll get him to come over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that'll be easy. Extended invitation. Um, yeah. Also, to our American listeners, uh, I don't like to say thoughts and prayers, but thoughts and prayers. We, guys, genuinely over here are equally as thinking. Equally thinking about you guys as we are our own shit that's happening in this yeah. country. It's uh, crazy, and I'm so sorry that you guys are stuck there. Um, yeah. But hey, go and see this movie, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this will be a nice. Yeah, if you want, I mean, don't the, go and you can't, yeah, you go, can't and go and see, and see but it. But I think it's available on some streaming platforms yeah. over there. I've, I read. You know, fuck it, illegally download <laughs> it. Dismantle capitalism. You know why not? Exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, Alex, I think Alex Winter was by mm. far the standout between them. So Keanu good. just felt like kind of 2D. Like he just yeah. wasn't fully, he didn't fully become Theodore. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't kind of yeah, see them as the same character. Mm. You're so right. Mm. Ooh. All right. Next. Um, the daughters. Cause yes. they're, they're kind of the, the next mains. Yeah. Right. What did you think of the addition of the daughters in general? I don't know if this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it at all. Speak on that. I just, um, they, it felt really forced. Like they were doing impressions of Bill and Ted, which is what they were doing. And I get that that's the point, but I just didn't really, I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I I would have been very happy to watch just Bill and Ted go on an adventure. Um, I don't know if it was the actors who played the daughters or just how they were written, but it just felt really, it just felt really cheesy and kind of hammy to me. So mm. I couldn't get, so I couldn't get like emotionally invested in this, their storyline very much because I was just a bit annoyed by them. Yeah, that's my 
no on them that's fair enough what about you i initially was kind of annoyed i felt like i was like i feel that this is kind of a diversity grab a little bit yeah of yeah. being like oh like we can't really have a movie about two white dudes which is like it's good like that's a good consciousness to have um and as going through i kind of started like picking apart being like oh but that's not realistic and then i was like it's bill and ted at this yeah at the end of the day it's yeah it's bull like the whole like the, a silly movie. death is a major character in this movie yeah like and i went once i w- suspended my disbelief i got into it okay but there was definitely those moments at the start where i was like i, I don't really vibe with this yeah it, t- it took about like it took about 45 minutes into the movie till i got comfortable with it gotcha yeah i um i also like i don't know they were just especially the uh the blonde one i can't i didn't catch their names um she, oh no i did she yeah. is actually is she in um sex education oh, i don't know i haven't seen that her name's samara weaving she run the she won that role um after keanu reeves found out that she's the niece of hugo weaving because he was in the matrix with hugo weaving Whoa. So she's, yeah, um they're just they're just too pretty too. I, I was distractingly pretty. I'm like, I can't take you guys seriously as like what you're meant to be like the next generation of drop kicks of Bill and Ted. And they're just too gorgeous. Yeah, I did kind of think that. <laughs> I was kind of like, and this is such a bullshit thing, like uh, of being like beautiful women have to be a certain way. Of course. But just for the characters of like, you know, the fact that they who apparently like only interested in listening to bands mm. and like, you know, don't really seem to care about what they wear. I was like, facially gorgeous, like mm. flawless, yeah. stunning, right? And I think that like that annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I like that they didn't in any way sexualize them. They didn't put them into you know clothing that was revealing or anything like. Yeah, they did. They dressed them like the losers that they were kind of meant to be. But I just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't get across the line for me. I think it might have been the acting. It just felt really over the top. Yeah, it felt like. She looks like a little baby Margot Robbie. Yeah, she I, does. I kept thinking it was Margot Robbie. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of felt. I was like, you're a blonde bombshell. Like, yeah. And it bothered me that it's like, why not get someone, uh, like, the, uh, beautiful women in Hollywood are a dime a dozen. Of course. Like, this is an interesting different role why not get an interesting different looking yeah. woman for it yeah i agree yeah yeah I think that's yeah mm. it just felt a bit cookie cutter yeah and, and that's so i'm so like obviously they're women and they're individuals and they're excellent actors but just aesthetically it just didn't kind of track for me sorry i just sorry mm-hmm. this is very rude of me mm. um i've just been having a scroll of uh samara weavings yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, IMDb. She was on Home and Away. She's from Australia. She's Australian. Well, he, I think Hugo Weaving is Australian. Is I was just about to say, yeah, that's exactly. Or is that it. one that we've gotten wrong previously and have been corrected on? Maybe, wow. probably. But yeah, I mean, no. She, they both did great impressions. Yeah, they were they good. Really, like they did good. They're good I actresses. Just, yeah, I just didn't. I could have done away with with their characters. Yeah, completely, and just yeah. focused on Bill and Ted mm. and the wives. Drew me to, uh, onto the, the princesses. Yes. So I didn't realise this, but the actors from the first two movies who played the princesses weren't the same. No. Yeah, I thought they – I knew these girl, these women weren't the same. 
But apparently the first two movies weren't the same yeah, either. I don't think they were the same. I think they – because they kind of look made them look similar. Similar, right. But, yeah, I don't think they were. Because, mm. like, the, the I feel like the princesses in the first movie were, like um, – they would have been like, oh, yeah, they don't have any lines or anything. They're yeah. in there for such a short amount of time. They're mm. probably like, oh, we actually need someone with acting chops with, to yeah, do this exactly. next movie. <laughs> There's actually more than two lines. Um, uh, something that bothered me about the – casting of the princesses in this movie is that they're drastically younger than bill and ted oh like, i didn't i didn't clock that oh, but didn't, then again really? i'm not okay. a reliable narrator on age difference okay <laughs> um so like i looked it up just to make sure i was telling the truth and not um but the women are 44 and 41 and Alex and Keanu were 55 and 56. Ah. Uh, one of them's 15 years younger. Yeah. You know, like, I just, it confused me because they used the same actor who played uh, Missy. Yes. Yeah. Which we, we I'm so excited yeah. to talk about that plot point. So they used her, so she's at the same age as the boys because um, she's the original actor. So, like, I don't know what, I just, it was, it was just bothering me. Like, why did they cast mm. an age-appropriate actor for her character and not the princesses? Like, I'm sure there's women in their 50s who could have killed those roles. Too. Yeah, um, you're so right. Mm. And, like, as well, even, like, the actresses that they used who are, like, I think they're kind they're of, like... Semi-well-known, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I've did se- you I, recognize them? The redhead one uh, I recognize from um, Epic Movie and Date Movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember those Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the brunette I uh, recognised from, her name is Erin Hayes. She's very funny. She's a very good comic actor. She's from oh. Children's Hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, my God. So they, get, they did a great job. It's just the age thing. Yeah. It was weird for me. Yeah. No, that's such a fair point. And, like, like C-listy actors. Mm. And I'm like, but why, like, if they're, they're clearly not integral. Yeah. These it's not integral. These actors play this role. That, yeah, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? Yeah, make it age appropriate. Yeah, I just it just yeah. felt it felt a bit jarring. Yeah, I do feel like the casting of the women in this was off. Oh, that's all I'm critiquing at the moment. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's hard though because like it is like it, it's a it's, really they're the only things that bothered me though. Yeah, was the casting. Of yeah. The women. Actually, no, there is two casting choices that are coming ah. up that oh, I'm excited to talk about. So, yeah. But this thing, none of, none of these people are bad actors. No. I feel that how they were written in was ham-fisted, mm-hmm. which is hard to say as women, you know, who yeah. are weird – we're doing this because we want cinema to be more accessible to yep. other women and more representation available. Yeah, and this this just kind of felt like pandering. It did, and I hate to make that critique, but that's what it felt like. I think it's fine to make that critique. I think because there's good ways and bad ways. Yeah, to do what we're hoping cinema will do. Yeah, you know, there's definitely bad ways and people can make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Shall we talk about Missy? Yes. Oh, one more point I wanted mm. to make. I think like the way it felt that it was pandering is that because like they went to the trouble of writing in uh, the daughters for Bill and Ted, which I was like, great, cool, awesome, so good of you. But then having them be played by beautiful actresses mm. mm-hmm. was kind of like, ah, and you haven't 
actually thought about these characters. That's, yeah. You I haven't mean, seen them come to life. That's a really good way of saying it. Yeah, I think that's what – it's like it, it – again, great impressionists, they did a good job, but I think they just – whoever was casting just kind of got stuck. Yeah. They didn't fully follow through. They just got stuck at two or four beautiful women and didn't really look – Yeah. Uh, go further than that. Yeah, yeah. So <sighs> – but yes, Missy, she's back. She's back again. She's amazing. Oh my god! So this, the opening scene of this movie was so funny. Remind me. So it's at the wedding. Oh, <laughs> it's, it was so bizarre. It was so. This had me like this made me fall in love with Bill and Ted even more, and I think it excused a lot of the stuff in the movie that like wasn't quite there for me. Yeah, okay. This scene just sold me. Cool. So because it's the wedding uh, that comes in, and it's the wedding of uh, <laughs> of to refresh everyone's mind. So Missy in the first movie was married to uh, Bill's dad. Bill's dad. Yep. Then the second movie married to Ted's dad. Mm. Then in this movie, it's Missy marrying uh, Bill's little uh, – Bill or Ted's little brother? I think Bill's little brother – yes, Bill's little brother, yeah. Deacon. Deacon, who was played by Beck Bennett. Oh, my. Who is great. God, was I excited to see Beck Bennett. That was funny. I cool. adore Beck Bennett. I think he's so funny. So funny. And he he did such a good job. He did. Oh, he was he was like, a standout in yeah, this he movie. Was, yeah, he'd be like twenty years her junior, I reckon. Yeah, and yeah. They had it, and they just played with that so much. Like yeah, they had them making out, and I mean, yeah, fucking getting married, and everyone yeah. just just accepted it. Yeah, no one everyone's like, this woman is just going to slowly marry every male related to these two families <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over time. Dundas Valley or whatever it is. San, San, yeah. Nope. San Dimas. Fucking hell. I need to sleep. Yeah, um. That's all right. Soon. soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it was just so funny. And then Bill and Ted, like, just in full Bill and Ted fashion, playing a terrible wedding song. Oh, it, and it, it was upsetting to listen to. It was like yeah. real um, tribal weird kind of beat and then synthesizer-y weird instruments. It was very funny. Yeah, it was so good. And like just the the, the dynamic was 100% back to where it was. Yeah. So good. I felt safe after seeing that scene. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're, yeah. we're doing it. Even Bill's dad, who's back, oh, exact same somehow actor. still alive. Somehow still alive in all this. <laughs> I, he was great too. He's still the so exact same. I like, the, I like the part of this universe that no one ever changes, but everyone mm. has the best of intentions. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's that joy again. It's that just joyful, lovely film. Yeah. Um, so... Next very exciting appearance cast-wise that we saw mm. was Kristen Schaal. Yes. As George uh, – sorry, Rufus. Rufus. Rufus's daughter. Daughter. Which was a great casting. Kristen Schaal is so funny. So funny. I didn't think she was given enough in this though. Yeah. She actually – she's funny, but the character didn't really have any funny lines. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't fully used in this movie the way she should have been. I agree. Um – but she's a delight to watch. Yeah, 
so, so good. And like her outfits in this were awesome. Yeah, so she's from the future. So she's yeah. wearing all these like cool, yeah, futuristic outfits. Yeah. Can I also say she was hot in this? Oh movie. my god! She like she's get it. always like in movies. She's always like if you don't know who Kristen Scala is, she's always like uh, like the B side character mm. of like weird friend or yep. like girl from work. Like, yep. and this I was like she's straight up hot future chick, and yeah. I loved it. And they didn't lean into because she does all usually play a bit of a loopy psycho character. Yeah, they didn't lean into that at all. Mm. But it bothered, like I was like, oh, but you can still give her funny stuff to do. Yeah. She's not playing that character she normally plays. You can still give her funny lines. Yeah, But there for kind sure. of weren't many. It's yeah. disappointing, but it was great to see her. It is what it is, you know. Um, oh, next up, another <laughs> – okay. Look, I'm not, there's another film my character we need to talk about, but when you talk about the incident that happened in the cinema um, – mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I think I know what you <laughs> – so look, guys, <laughs> AFB A- is back. Actor face blindness is a serious issue. It's an ongoing issue, and we I need to bring awareness. I will start a charity for it eventually. Cool. Um, but, but look, Where the money and go? maybe this is Research. it goes to me to give me new eyes because these ones don't work. Because what <laughs> happened is we were watching the movie, having a great time. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I had, had a lot of wine while we watched this. Uh-huh. I was really drunk by the time this movie was over. This was pre-cheese board too. So yes. Just, just the wine. Yeah. I just tummies. finished one of those cool double glasses of wine they give you. They're like, mm. do you want a large? You're like, yeah, I want a large. It's a movie. Fill her up. Yeah. Uh, and I'd stuck in there for the next two hours. I was like, who am I kidding? I would have done the same thing if I was sober. <laughs> um, True. So <laughs> Rufus has a wife in this movie who's Kristen's girl's mother in the thing and thing uh she came onto screen in this like beautiful robe looking regal and i turned to alex and i said oh my god it's julie andrews (laughs) and alex said no it's not (laughs) i was diplomatic about it you were very sweet (laughs) me no i i was like no it's Julie Andrews. And you're like, I don't think it is. I was like, yes, it is. You idiot. Of course it's Julie yeah, Andrews. Just full of rosé and passion. Just be like, I, I've seen Sound of I Music. I know Julie Andrews and that's Julie Andrews. So to a point where you like politely, this is such a test of how kind Alex is as a person. And that I don't deserve you as a friend. Oh my god! Is you're like I just don't think, and you quietly like pulled out your phone, just googled it, just and we're like, no, it's Holland Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like conflict. I'll avoid it at all costs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're friends with me, and we chose to do I a podcast together. Love it because sometimes I get to be right, which is quite yeah. nice and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that much. I think you're right more than, and but you're just like I'm just gonna let her have this. <laughs> I'm just gonna let this big dum dum keep rolling through the world. So she's played <laughs> she's played by Holland Taylor, who I actually haven't seen in much. I mainly know her because she is married to or is dating Sarah Paulson. Whoa! Mm. I know that because you whispered that to me in the right. cinema. I, that's not a fact that I learned myself. Um, Whoa! They're dating? Yeah, like huge age gap. Crazy. Wow. Age gaps. Um. 
but she was great. She had a good, she had a good time. Are they not related or are they dating? They're dating. Oh, okay. Or married. Damn. Because I, I, <laughs> I remember thinking when you said, uh, like, I remember you saying, this is Sarah Paulson. And I was like, yeah, they have the same mouth. That makes sense. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on a second. I've missed a point here. <laughs> they kiss each other with the same mouth. Yeah. Ah. That's what that is. Mm. Mm. Um, but I only know her from um, The Princess Diaries. She plays the Queen of Genovia. That's Julie Andrews. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my fucking gosh. I have her IMGB <laughs> in front of me. I'm such a fucking twit. I'm dying. Alex. Alex. I can't. You're hosting a podcast with the dumbest girl in the world. Great. Okay. So now that we've got that settled, Julie Andrews was in The Princess Diaries. I need to leave. I need to go. (laughs) I can't be here anymore. Literally, IMDb is right here. I didn't bother to scroll down. It's it's late in the afternoon, man. How have I made it to 26? How have I lived this long? How have people given me any response? How do I have a job? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Dumb as fucking bullshit. Yes, yeah, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's beautiful. That is wonderful. I'm sorry. This is very Look, embarrassing. Julie Andrews and Holland Taylor do resemble each other. Yes, thank like you. They're not. They're not complete. Yeah, yeah. It's not James <laughs> Dean and Robert Patrick. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was your like very first active face blindness? Yes. Incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a memorable one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, fuck. okay. So, yeah, so she kind of played, like, the Rufus role yeah. in this. Yeah. And R- R- George Carlin was in it in, like, a hologram. Yeah. Which was fun. Which was great. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.Pizzle. Can I just say, with the weirdest addition to this, which I don't know how you felt about it, but mm. I was like, it, it bothered me because, again, it was casting not doing their job. Mm-hmm. Was the addition of Kid Cudi. Yeah, I don't get. I didn't get that. Yeah, I got lost a bit during this one. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that was uh, again. It was. I think it was a pandering thing. Yeah, because the thing is, like, Bill and Ted is like a big franchise. This is how Kid Cudi is involved in this is that he is supposed to be one of the greatest musicians of all time. Don't get me wrong. Kid Cudi slaps. I don't really, I don't know him. Exactly. Okay. Oh, right. Like, he's like, his music is good, but like, he was. I mean, it's not unusual for me to not know a cool musician because all I listen to is Garth Brooks and Hanson. Yeah, but why not have one of them in there? You know, like. Yeah, true. Who, like, what musician wouldn't want to be a part of this? Yeah, yeah. That was, I didn't get that. I didn't, I thought he was just like an actor that was playing a character. Of Kid Cudi, I didn't realize he's a real guy. Yeah, it's like you have like okay, these these are the 
celebrity additions. Oh, no, no, no. Dave Grohl was in the last movie, wasn't he? Yeah, he's in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like in this movie, the other celebrity addition is Dave fucking Grohl. Oh, my God, Dave Grohl. Yeah. So you can get Dave Grohl, but then to be like the yeah. penultimate musician in this movie who's apparently one of the greatest musicians of all time is Kid Cudi. Yeah, like so he was the one because they go through, if you haven't seen it, they go through history and pick – um, great musicians from each era of history. So I guess he was representing modern times. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many more. <laughs> like straight up, get People. Taylor Hawkins in there. Yeah. Like him and Dave Grohl, they've got each other's numbers, surely. Sure. Of course. Like. Yeah, that was strange. I Yeah, I mm. didn't realise he was a real artist. I thought he was an actor playing yeah. a, a character called Kid Cudi. As well, because when it does like, there does a cut at the start of like, there's like a big stage and a rapper. Like you don't see their face, but like he gets zapped away. Mm. And like oh, right. I thought it was Kanye. Oh my god! Just imagine. Ka- yeah, well, Kanye is one of the greatest performers. A very unwell man, unfortunately. Yeah. Poor, poor dude. But like he's one of the greatest performers of this generation. Yeah, yeah. That it would have been like that. So crazy. Like I would have lost it if Kanye was in this movie. I would be surprised if he was though. Like because. I can see Kanye doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's annoying. Even someone like Travis Scott would have been yeah. really good too. Yep. Like post Malone, why the fuck not? So true. Huh. I mean, it's Bill and Ted. Everyone yeah. wants to do that. Yeah. It's like it's like. Do you want to work with Keanu fucking Reeves and Alex Winter's forearm? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like I yeah I just didn't get. I was like this is a, this. Uh, devalues the movie for me. Yeah. Because it says to me, it's like, you don't have a budget. And I'm like, well, that's... Yeah. But then what about Dave Grohl? Yeah. What about Dave Grohl? Mm. Dave Grohl probably did it for free. He's an angel. That's true. But I'm sure there would be a fucking sick musician who'd do it pro bono just because they're a big Bill and Ted fan kind of thing. Well, there'd be rockers from the 80s that would be interested in doing it, surely. Yes. Hmm. Weird. What about like Nikki Six? Weird. He's like married to a Vine star. Like he'll he'll, <laughs> he'll do anything. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> what do you think about all the other like musicians that they bring back from history? Um, started strong. Then again, it lost me. Great, because again, I feel it was pandering. Mm-hmm. It was pandering, and also, but not. It wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Are you talking about the, the flutist or flautist? The flautist and the drummer. And the drummer. So these are the people that they get from uh, the past to make the greatest brand of all time. They get Jimi Hendrix. Great. It's like Louis Armstrong. Ooh. Then Ling Lin. Who? Yeah. Like this, they basically skip centuries. Yeah. You know, they don't spread it out evenly. Yeah. They get two guys from the 20th century and then they go back to fucking B.C., yeah. Almost. Uh, and Mozart's in there as well. Oh, Mozart's in Mozart's there. Mozart's in there. Yeah, but still, like, it's a big jump. Yeah. And then... It was just weird because uh, it's just a comedy movie. Like, it was... I don't think that Ling... Li Ling character is, like, well-known enough to be, like, spending so much time on her. Yeah. In this situation. I was like, there's definitely... There's definitely other women in music that you could have picked. Absolutely. Like, and as well, oh, my God, it really bugged me, the drama... Yeah, so she's from prehistoric times. Yeah, it was like one of the original, and it's like, uh, and this is, I only know this because of music trivia, it's like, mm. there's a whole big thing of traditionally, like in many cultures, I think it's like women were drummers, like that was a really big oh, okay. 
I can't remember exactly, but like that, that was their role. I always like in musically was to be drummers. Oh, okay. So I was like, if you had explained that more, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yep. But this was just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. It felt weird and too much time was spent on it. And like, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. I didn't care. Cause we, cause the idea is that they're bringing back recognizable characters like they did in the first one, like Napoleon, you know, and they did that with Hendrix yeah. and Louis Armstrong and Mozart. And then the last two, I don't know, it just wasn't. It's like one of them being uh, like Janis Joplin. Well, yeah, like if, you, if, you, if you're going to do a balance of genders, yeah, why not make one of like replace Hendrix with, yeah, like a Janis Joplin. Like yeah. if you can't find, you know, centuries old female musicians, why not make the more modern ones the females then? Yeah. It was weird. Like Etta Jen, there's so many great female voices and I just feel like this movie missed an opportunity. Yeah. Yep. To be on the good side of, like to be a great example of like, here's how you include women in cinema. Yeah, very true. Because I mean, yeah, like with going back to the daughters, that did feel pandering. It does feel like that cliche thing that Hollywood keeps fucking doing, which is just rebooting male characters and making them female mm. instead of just creating brand new female characters. Yeah. And so then they're open to people fucking hating it, being like, why do you have to keep gender flipping? And I like, I kind of agree. Like, why are we mm. reboot? Like, you know, I mean, Ghostbusters was great, but f- perfect example why reboot an all male cast film. Why don't just make a brand new film? Yeah. Same thing. Like, why don't you make just brand new characters? Why do they have mm. to be? <sighs> anyway. You know what I thought when I was watching this? That I was like, this would have been more interesting to me was if the daughters had gone the complete opposite way of Bill and Ted. Ah. Like, they were very, like, academia driven. They're really smart. They're all about facts. Ooh. And they don't believe their dads. I was like, our dads are crazy. Ooh. But then they like see the future shit and then they're like, well, okay, now we have to help Brand them out. new appreciation for dads. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That makes more sense to me. Mm. Yep. And I was like, and it's, well, there's more of a resolution mm. to it In that. then. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of an arc. Mm. Yeah, true. Because then they had the whole side thing of like the princesses wanting to divorce. Yeah, they go to marriage them. counseling. Yeah. The counselor was great. I can't remember her name, but she's yeah. really funny. She's in so much shit. Yeah. She's so, so funny. The whole thing of like the prince is going to divorce them, like, because it's like too difficult for them. Hmm. And that was just kind of like pushed to the side. And then in the end, it's like, yeah, they write the song that changes the world. But I was like, but their marriage, they're still the same people they were. Like, hmm. no one has made any progression in this movie. Yeah, I thought that the whole potential divorce thing could easily have been taken out. Yeah, it didn't mm. It didn't make sense. Yeah. It didn't track through the whole movie. Yeah. It could – this whole thing could have been, like, a lot simpler. Yeah. It was a bit overcomplicated sometimes. Yeah, yeah. For example, the whole robot Dennis thing. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Dennis Caleb McCoy is my favourite character in this movie. <laughs> it was very funny, but it felt really weird and kind yeah. of misplaced. <laughs> For me. Yeah. It was very funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> Giving a robot three names, <laughs> three human names. And there was just so many funny little lines that Dennis got of like, 
Especially what with Kristen Scott, which is like, because the robot is created by uh, Holland Taylor, not Julie Andrews. And then she's like, you named him after my ex-boyfriend. I was like, that's so funny. That's, oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Like, just like. And he's like, he's really self-conscious. Yeah. Wasn't he? Right. And yeah. he's always trying to like, it's similar to Death's role in the second movie. Yes. of trying to be like, hey, I'm actually cool too, guys. Yes. Like, and I was like, I love it. I love it so much. Um. But death still was a standout for me. Yeah. In that, in this whole thing. Oh, it was great. <laughs> he was, he was great. Death's still so fucking funny. I hope he comes back in the fourth one. Do you reckon there'll be a fourth? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I I think it'd be silly for them to do a fourth. Yeah. I think this is enough. Well, I, I mean, there's potentially for uh, Billy and Thea face the music. Oh. Mm. I won't be watching that. Yeah, no, me either. Oh, that's Oh, We would have to for the podcast. You know, I would give it a watch. I'd be interested to be like, okay, how have you turned this this. around? But then it's just that female cast reboot of a male cast movie again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Speaking of death, um, I read a little – I didn't notice this, but on IMDb trivia, it says mm-hmm. there is a battleship game on the shelf in Death's apartment in hell. Because oh, of the second so one. fucking beautiful. Loved it. <laughs> Do you want to hear just a cute little fun fact that I also found uh, on Yes, Alex. I want to hear all the facts about this movie. During filming in a, in a neighbourhood in Louisiana, the cast and crew were often greeted by local residents – one day, Keanu Reeves noticed a sign on a lawn that said, you're breathtaking. He stopped, got out of the car, went to the sign and autographed it. Oh. <laughs> After finding out to whom the sign belonged, he went to the family and posed for a photo with them. Oh, that's so sweet. There's so many beautiful stories of, about Keanu Reeves in just out in the world, just being nice to people and his fans. He's such yeah. a gorgeous man. That him, like, he has, like, the same amount of stories as Hugh Jackman about being a great dude. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Example. Yep. I'd like to think if I was, like, hella famous that I would be, like, someone that's like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll sign your thing. I'll I'd come like shake hands with your mum after COVID, obviously. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I'll give her a kiss. Oh, maybe. Alex. She's into it. Cheeky. <laughs> Ooh, oh, wow. Right. That was a lot of thoughts it about was, that one. actually. And I was worried because when I watched it, I um, wasn't feeling very well and mm. so I wasn't really present and I thought I would have forgotten the whole movie. But it came back. So yeah. Yay. Came right on back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of good to have a movie that we got to talk more about gender about because that's – It hasn't happened I mean, for a while. A little bit of our brand. I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't had a lot of movies with women in them lately. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been hard to talk about. But, yeah, this was, a, this was meaty. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, did you enjoy the movie overall? Yeah, I wasn't invested. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. I just yes. wasn't emotionally invested because there was one point at the towards the end of the movie, and there was like a really nice moment between the daughters and Bill and Ted, and I noticed that you were having like a physical reaction to it. You were like, "Oh, that's so lovely," yeah. And I just didn't feel that. Like, I just think I wasn't invested enough. Yeah, especially in the daughters' storyline to. But it was an enjoyable romp. Yes. Definitely. Beautiful. What about you? I think if I had been in your position, I mm. would have felt exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I think because I was – I'm going to go ahead and say nearly a full bottle of wine <laughs> by the end of this movie. 
I was I was really lit up. Yeah, I can I, see that. I can yeah. see how that would make it much more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I loved watching it, but I do feel that it it had a lot of holes in it, and mm. I feel like it could have been so much more. Yeah, I read some reviews online. It's really mixed. It's like 50-50 good and bad. Wow. Pretty okay. much. Um, my favorite review was entitled Most Excrement. Oh my god. I'm guessing they didn't like it. I don't think they liked it. <laughs> Oof. Um, but for just yeah, similar reasons that we've kind of mentioned. Yeah. Just like it was a bit all over the place. And- yeah, it was very complicated. And I feel like if it, it, because we have such an affinity for Bill and Ted, mm. that's why. I enjoyed it so much because it's it's nostalgic to me now. Yeah, it is, yeah. Whereas if someone – and we've watched it recently. Like I think if it had been, you know, like 20 years since I saw the first Bill and Ted, oh, true. I wouldn't go and see this. I wouldn't have the same experience either. That's probably what the, the other dorks in the cinema who didn't yes. stand up to applaud were doing. They yes. probably haven't seen this in 20 years. That all makes sense. I still enjoyed it though. I think like if you did see Bill and Ted – and you did like it. Or if you've seen it recently and you liked it, I was like, yeah, like this would be a fun thing to go see. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Cool. Um, did this movie make you horny? Yes. Cool. Yes. Alex Winter made me very horny. <sighs> yep. Um, he's a good-looking man if anyone knows him um, and wants to just tell him that from us. From us, specifically. Hit, hit him up, let him know. Yeah. Let him know what's up. But he's still got it and he can still get it. He's still got it, can get it. Yeah. Um, also as well, like Samara Weaving. So beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. I wasn't horny for her because she was playing a child. Yeah, true. But it was it was distracting how beautiful she was. Why is she little Margot Robbie? Yeah. Maybe they're related. Maybe. She can't be related to everyone I mean, in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like though if you've been like on Home and Away or Neighbours, you all look related. You're like a very yeah, beautiful you, it's that. person. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a tithe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, this movie made me horny only for Alex Winter's forearms. Yeah. Okay. But All that right. was enough. To, mm. That that filled me up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see. I could, you had your face mask on in the cinema beard. There was. I could still. Those eyebrows were going. To you town. could see the drooling. Yeah. <laughs> Through the <Yeah>. mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you recommend this movie on a date? Um. No. I. Unless like you and your partner or the person that you're seeing, it doesn't have to be that serious, Mm. have seen Bill and Ted. It would be a fun thing to go and see. To experience together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be like, it would be, it would, it's a fun night out. It's not like we're going to see a movie. It's like, oh, we're going to check this out. See how it tracks. Yeah, I agree. What about, yeah. Yep. Completely. Mm -hmm. Same page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Shall we rate it? Let's rate it. Okay. How many warm cheese boards? (laughs) I thought about that at the start of the podcast. <laughs> I need you to know I've been sitting on that well for the full done, hour. Sir. Well done, sir. Okay, how many warm, warm cheese boards shoved down <laughs> our throats <laughs> in the last 20 minutes of the movie? Um, I give it a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I go the same. Mm-hmm. I think like in the moment loved it yeah. so good, but in hindsight it didn't, it didn't fill me up. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Great. Well, oh, 
that's that it. was Bill and Ted face the music. Oh yeah, I can actually notice they didn't do a lot of air guitar licks. Yeah, and that's kind of their fucking thing. And they, I think they only did it like once or twice. Yeah, get around it, guys. Come on. Yeah, you guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we are joined by very special guest. Jamie Kirk to watch Step Brothers. Step Brothers. And if you want to keep up with us and which movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod. And like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema, you can touch us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. All right. Oh, and also, if you are on iTunes, if you could please ever so kindly look, just take a moment um, uh, and give us five stars. It will literally heal the boils on my feet um so thank you that's uh, the doctor said that that's a direct prescription I've, i read the i read the um, script the prescription yeah it's, a, it's an unorthodox yeah. method they're becoming cantanker cantankerous <laughs> they're coming cankerous yeah and, and it, she's so not, please she's not wearing shoes and it's touching my floor. So it smells get, bad. Get that healed up yeah. right quick. Yeah, head those five stars over there. And we've got Patreon as always. Please uh, mm-hmm. jump over there. We're in the middle of Hornfest 2020. Woo! This week we are reviewing very horny movie, Crazy Stupid Love. So uh, five bucks a month, head over to patreon.com. All right, Alex. Akumite to you. Back unto you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs>